As I mentioned before, today we celebrate Priesthood Sunday. And so I'd like to take a, a little while and just reflect on the priesthood, particularly my calling. Whenever I'm at a new place, I like to share just a little bit about my, my own vocation story so that hopefully it might inspire others to think about priesthood and, uh, and, and everyone to think about what God is calling us to in life. We hear in the second reading from the letter to Hebrews, Brothers and sisters, every high priest is taken from among men. I think it's important that we realize that every priest is taken from among men. So I have a, a family of six kids. We were raised um, in Parma, so there are six of us kids, three boys and three girls. And when I was really young, after I made my first communion, one of my parents, one of, one of my good friends of my parents, came up to me after communion. And she bent down to me and she looked me in the eyes and she said to me, Michael, you look like you would be a great priest one day. And I remember looking down, I was kind of embarrassed because I thought, I don't want to be a priest. I want to, I want to have fun and like have a family and be married. And I don't want to be a priest. That sounds boring. For me, priesthood seemed boring and prayer seemed boring. Even mass seemed boring to me when I was young. And so I remember I used to pray to God and ask him, Lord, please don't make me be a priest. I promise. <laughs> I made a deal with God. I said, if you let me be married, I will say the rosary every day with my family. Started making deals with God. Well, the interesting thing is the call never left. So anytime I would be at Mass and you would hear maybe the petition say, you know, we pray for more priests and invocations, I would just go like this in my pew. And then, and then I went to high school and college years. So when, when, when we say the priest was taken from among men, I went to college, I went to high school, I probably did a lot of the same things that you guys are struggling with. I was taken from among that life. And then at the end of my college, actually it was my older brother Bobby. I never told anybody, by the way, I was thinking about priesthood, I kept it to myself. But my older brother Bobby um, told my, my parents that he was thinking about priesthood and he was going to go make this retreat at the seminary. And so my parents asked uh, each of us kids, they said, Bob's thinking about priesthood, you know, what do you think about that? And when they asked me, I said, well, actually, I've thought about it, too, my whole life, and maybe I should make this retreat with him. So Bobby and I made the retreat, and by the end of the retreat, he knew priesthood wasn't for him, and I knew I was supposed to be there. So I really credit my older brother, Bobby, with the courage to, to really bringing me to the seminary. So I went into the seminary thinking, all right, Lord, my life is going to be miserable. It's going to be horrible. But maybe if I become a priest and do what you want at the end of life, um, maybe I'll get to go to heaven. That's honestly how I went into the seminary. And then I discovered two things. If you know me at all yet, priesthood, or at least my priesthood, isn't boring. It's far from boring. And prayer isn't boring. Prayer is the, most, uh, the greatest adventure we could ever go on, the most intimate experience the most amazing experience of God that we could ever have. So it was actually the opposite of what, I, of what I thought. When I answered God's call, I discovered the most joyful life I ever could have imagined. It's neat because my, my sister, I remember when I told her I was thinking about priesthood, and uh, when I went into the seminary, she broke down crying. She just cried and she said, you know, I just think you would be such a, a great priest and a great father and or a great father, and, uh, you know, I just think, think you'd be a good husband. And I said, I know, but I just feel called to this. And um, so a few years ago, she sent me a card on Father's Day. And she said, uh, Dear Mike, and now I see that you are indeed a father to many. You are a really good priest and a really good father, so happy Father's Day. 
And so, you know, it's just been neat to see. I think every parent wants their kid to be happy. And I can tell you that my parents look at me now and they see I'm the most happy I've ever been in life, the most joyful I've ever been in life. And I think that leads us to the gospel today. So we hear about this blind man, you know, who asked Jesus, he says, Master, I want to see. And Jesus gives him his sight. And the interesting line is this phrase. He says to the man, go your way. Your faith has saved you. So he's, he's given him sight, and then he says to him, go your way. And then the very next line is, immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. So his way became the way of Jesus. And I think it's true for all of us that when we discover what we're called to in life, that actually our desires and God's desires come together. In a great mysterious way, we actually begin to lead the life that God always wanted us to lead, to lead and the life that's going to make us happiest. I think it's important, too, that we realize that priests are human. You know, so especially as we go through these difficult times in the church, they're taken from among human families. So I just want you to think a moment of all the priests in your life, all the priests that you've ever known. Kind of close your eyes and just try to remember them. Chances are, hopefully, there's been priests that have been really good to you, priests that have, you know, loved you and priests that have shown you this wonderful way of God. But maybe you've been hurt by a priest. You know, maybe there was a priest that disappointed you or a priest that caused you anger, a priest that frustrated you. You know, I think it's important to remember that we are human and, and that we're sinful as well. And so I just invite you in your heart to, to try to, to forgive any priest that may have hurt you. But I think it's also important, too, to recognize the priests that have helped us. So especially on this Priesthood Sunday, just to, to thank God for the priests that he's placed into our lives. To thank him for, for the, um, the priests that have shown us our call, the priests that have baptized us, confirmed us, given us our first communion, hear our confessions, maybe even married you. The priests that have really been with us along the way. Every priest is taken from among God. But he's ultimately chosen then to be a representative to them. And I love this line because this is where it, goes, it deals with you. So he says, Priests are chosen from among men, but he's able to deal patient with the ignorant and erring. So that part's about you. Just kidding. <laughs> so he's able to deal patiently with the ignorant and erring. Why? Because he himself is beset with weakness. Because we ourselves are beset with weakness. We know what it's like to struggle. We know what it's like to, to go through difficulties in, line, in life. Some of the most loving and gentle priests that I've known and that I go to confession to, I know that. That they, they know, they've struggled themselves, and so they've learned compassion. And so we too, because of our own struggles, are able to deal patiently with all of those that come to us in the sacraments. So as we celebrate this Priesthood Sunday, Pray for, our, pray for all of us priests and also um, just uh, thank God for the priests that he has placed into our lives.